0: changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark.
1: Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and it's time for some instant inspiration from Chicken Soup for the Soul. You know, we're really in the heart of the giving season now, and we have some great stories from our writers who have started new traditions with their friends and families for unconventional ways of giving during Hanukkah and Christmas. We had some stories on this theme in our book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Merry Christmas. And I'm going to share a couple of them with you today. These stories are just fabulous. The first one by Paula Maugiri Tyndall is called Christmas Spirit in Isle 3. And you'll figure out why in a minute. So Paula says that she was snuggled inside one freezing cold December night, and the last thing she wanted to do was go out. But her cousin Joey called and said, get ready, we're going to Walmart. And before she knew it, he was in her driveway to pick her up. She said, it's three days before Christmas. What's left for us to do? And her cousin Joey just laughed and said, you'll see. So they walked into that nice warm Walmart and Paula headed right to the toy department because that seemed like the happiest place of all to be right before Christmas there were excited kids and smiling mothers and bright colors but then paula noticed that a lot of the mothers were quickly passing by the toy department with their carts not full at all and what she saw in their carts was just the daily necessities not christmas gifts so she felt bad joey could see what she was thinking and he whispered that's what we're here for let's go and she followed him to the back of the store where he found a manager And he explained, I'm here to pay off some kid-item layaways. But the manager said, it's too late. Layaways closed yesterday. Which I guess makes sense, because they would close them a few days before Christmas, because if people hadn't finished paying by then, I guess they could release those toys back to other customers. So Joey said, we'll do something else instead. Come on, he said to Paula, and they headed to the front of the store. He went over to a cashier and he said, I want to buy several gift cards of different amounts. And the cashier gave him all different really happy cards, some with Santa's face, some with reindeers, some with sleighs and snow scenes. And Joey took off with the cards and Paula followed him. And he took his time walking around and he started speaking to moms and kids. He learned about each family and he assessed their needs and then sometimes he would press a gift card into the mom's hands and quickly walk away. Paula watched one of those moms make a quick call and then return to the toy section where she handed her very excited child a toy. And then there was a grandmother who was looking at catcher's mitts with her grandson, and when Joey gave her a gift card, she told her grandson that he was getting that mitt after all, and that he should call his dad and tell him they were coming home with a Christmas feast. Joey's last giveaway was to a young mom who was looking at the prices of space heaters. Joey approached her and whispered something to her, and she looked so happy as she accepted a gift card from him. She picked up that heater, she placed it in the cart, and then she went and got a doll for her daughter, all the while thanking Joey over and over. When she walked away, she looked back as if she was making sure that this had really happened. Paula says that Christmas shopping on a freezing cold evening was a trip she'll never forget. And I don't think any of us will forget that story. Now, Daryl Wendy Strauss has another really heartwarming story about Christmas giving. And this ties into an episode of the podcast we had a couple of weeks ago, when I talked about weathering the holidays when you've lost someone. Wendy tells us that she had lost her mother, and she was looking through her mother's files one day when she found a sheet of paper entitled Mom's Christmas Stocking. And I'll let Wendy read you the note that her mother left. It said, Every Christmas you have always filled a stocking for Mom.
0: I want you to continue doing so. Choose the very things that I would love. Find someone to give this filled stocking to, a woman in prison or in a rehab or a homeless center. This is the most precious Christmas gift I could receive or you could give, sharing the love we know with someone who really needs a shot of love. And in that way, I will continue to share your Christmases and continue to be a part of my wonderful family.
1: So Wendy gave copies of that beautiful note to her sisters and her brother, And that first Christmas without her mom, she carried out her mom's wish.
0: As our first Christmas season without mom approached, I purchased some fun and useful items for her Christmas stocking. I bought a beautiful white stocking and and wrapped each item, filling that stocking with care. I found an organization in New York City where I live called Women in Need. This would be the perfect place to donate
1: mom's stocking. I asked Wendy how it felt to be carrying out her mother's wish. I felt the presence of my mother with me as I walked to the center
0: on my lunch hour. She was right there with me. The women at the Women in Need office were grateful and and touched by my mom's request, and they promised to find a special woman to give the stocking to. The loving feeling just carried me through the day, and when I saw my friends that evening at the gym, I shared with them, what I had experienced. In the following Christmas season, we had a girls' night and played board games and had refreshments and filled eight stockings for women in need.
1: It only got bigger after that because the movement was spreading in New York, plus Wendy's siblings in other states were making their own stockings to give away in honor of their mom. Their
0: enthusiasm helped me create our annual Mom's Christmas Stocking event, where we collect donations of needed items and fill upwards of 150 Christmas stockings for women living in homeless shelters in New York City. The event's grown to include filling stockings for babies and children, and we give gift cards to teenagers. My sisters and brother live in other states, and they
1: and their families fill Christmas stockings and deliver them to their places of choice. What a great idea, right? What a nice way to feel close to someone who's passed away. And it creates a family tradition during the holidays. I asked Wendy what it's like to carry on this annual tradition. Each year, I thank my mother for giving me the most precious Christmas gift, the opportunity to share
0: love where it's truly needed. We have a big event. Our big annual event is coming up on Sunday, December 17th. Our goal is to fill 300 stockings with uh, my group at Grassroots Fitness Project here in Manhattan. Um, I have a Facebook page, which is called Mom's Christmas Stocking, and there, if people wish to donate, they will be directed on how to do so. Through PayPal is also an easy way to donate directly through me, and it's uh,
1: moms.stocking at gmail.com. I'm Amy Newmark, and I appreciate you listening today. If you want to learn more about the book that these stories were in, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Merry Christmas, visit our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll see all the books that are featured on this week's podcast, and you can click on their covers, and you can read some great tips drawn from the books. Now come back for the next episode. I'm going to be sharing a couple of stories about kindness and giving and why you should let yourself follow your impulses to help someone out at Christmas time.